K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bomb. Yo, what's the damn deal? Welcome back to the podcast dojo. I got to trademark that sooner or later. Thank you out there, listeners, coming back to the best place on all of the interwebs, the place where two enter and go toe-to-toe in the podcast squared circle to the death. Better yet, to the life, because if we did it to death, and as I've said many, many times, we would have no show. This is Black on Both Sides. I am one half of your host, King Kunta 3X, and the other half is the world-renowned, locally known, universe-accepted, Be Honest. What's going on, Kunta? How you doing, man? I'm just trying to survive, man. How you doing, man? I'm well, man. You know, I, I think that we, <laughs> we kind of have a mascot, man. <laughs> uh, we got kids doing it now, man. You, you're uh, you're trending. That's nice. Let's do it. You're trending. That's cool, man. Hey, anything for this the success, anything for the successes podcast, I'm willing to do. Except, I'll never go full French Reginald. <laughs> never go full French Reginald. Yeah, you can't go full anything. No, 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 no. But anyway, man. So. uh How's it going? Did you did you vote already, be honest? I don't vote. I, I I want to think that that's sarcasm. I do. And no matter what you say next, I'm going to pretend that's sarcasm for the show because I know you also will go to uh, to the great links to keep the listeners entertained on our show. But speaking of voting, uh <laughs> <laughs> Big ups to Georgia And uh, I told you this whole situation With the uh, incumbent uh, Not incumbent But the uh, jo- Georgia Attorney General Who was holding up Hundreds of thousands of votes right. 70% of which uh, Or presumably people of color More specifically black votes uh, He had a adverse court ruling Where the, a trial court said Hey, uh, no We're not with the shits Fuck all that, Mr. Kemp you don't get to uh, take the ballot box, go count it, and then tell us why you won. So my understanding is that the people of Georgia, if you are one of the people out there whose votes have whose voters re- voter registration has been held in limbo by uh, Attorney General Kemp, that you are all, you are allowed per the court ruling to show up to your polling place, present your ID, and cast your vote. And if I'm not mistaken. That trial court ruling was upheld by an appellate court in a very quick, short, very short order. So this is happening. Yeah. So I hope that that's that these votes that are being upheld. I, you know, I, I hope that those votes uh, can break this deadlock that there is between, uh, I think it's Stacey Abrams and uh, Mr. Kemp. First name I don't know. Pick Brian. the whitest name you can think of, and you'll probably get there. No, it's Brian Kemp. But look, though, you know what's crazy is that. I have been seeing Negroes out here. Like, they are walking. They are, they are doing foot patrol. Negroes are out here in Atlanta, in the Atlanta surrounding area, on foot patrol up and down the streets with pamphlets, register to vote stuff. Uh, are you going to vote? Who are you going to vote for? I think on Saturday, two people came by the house. Two different people. Complete, nice. Complete different people. They're out there, and they're saying, hey, let's vote. But I'll tell you what. 
the amount of attention that Georgia is getting is proof that they are a little scared on the Republican conservative side because uh, Mike Pence was down here last week to offset Oprah and Will Ferrell, who was also out in the streets walking door to door doing foot patrol. So uh, I think that Georgia right now is, man, it's, it's, it's a lot going on in Georgia. If you're a political person, pay attention to Georgia. How dare you forget to mention my forever president who's in your state? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody knew Trump was here, though. Or is coming. I'm not, was he already here or is he coming? I know it's, it's soon, whatever, if it's not already. But everybody knew that. Though. That's, that's national news. Who knows? Maybe he's trying to figure out how to close an umbrella still. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> no, but the attention that the Republicans are giving to Georgia right now is, is the proof that anyone needs. If, you, if you've never voted before, this is one of those votes that might be important. However, I'm not going to. So do it for me. <laughs> Again, that's sarcasm. So what I'm going to say is for people out there who may you know, follow prey to be honest with sarcasm right now is that if your vote didn't matter, why would people be trying so hard to not to let you vote? Oh, yeah. Why, Just think about Why it. would Pence and Trump come to Atlanta? If it doesn't matter, why do they not want you to vote? Yep. Agreed. You know, so, so uh, you know, Georgia, good on you. It's a close race. Uh, I hope that any listeners in Georgia, can, if you haven't voted, get out there and get to your polling place. If you've been held up by, by, uh, by the registration, uh, being held up by... Attorney General Kemp, get out there to your polling place. I'm sure somebody can direct you to your polling place. I'm also 100% sure you can look up at the Georgia State website and maybe be directed to where you can find your polling place. This is important. Cool. Uh, these ancient mamas and daddies politics this ain't business as usual. Uh, we are at a turning point. We can either go forward, however slightly, or we can go all the way back, which has consequences. Hey, Kunta, did you know that, that Atlanta has had a black mayor since I've been alive? Chocolate City. No, I did not I did not know that, but hey, yeah, it's, good on you. It's just a governor thing. And you know what? And people think that, that Georgia's been Republican all the time, but it's not. It's, it's pretty half and half of Democrat and Republican. But the mayors, as far as the mayors going to Atlanta, we, I've had a black mayor my entire life. So it's, it'll be interesting to finally have a black governor as well. And then a woman. So, you know, hey, fem, well, feminism. Well, the devil's busy. Let's see how it shakes out. It's a very close race. Another close race is uh, in Texas. You've got Senator, the incumbent, Ted Theodore uh, Cruz, who was born in Canada. <laughs> Google it. Versus uh, Beto O'Rourke, I think. I don't even know. I don't know his deal, but he seems he seems like a type of, of, you know, he's got a certain air of white liberalism that, you know, used to work for me. Back in the late '90s, early 2000s, so you know, if he can get it, if, he, if the Texas can get a Democratic senator in there, then you know these times are are changing. That will be, you know, proof positive an official backlash against Trump. And Trump did go to Texas and he did shake the uh, cold fish Cruz's hand in a sign of solidarity, despite the fact that Ted Cruz said he wanted to fight Donald Trump after a perceived slight against his wife two years ago during the <laughs> Republican primary. But I, hey, I'd love to see that. My enemies, you know, the, the enemy of my of my enemy is my friend or some shit like that. Yeah. But Texas, get your shit together. If you want to see Kunta come back to Texas, I'm going to need that son of a bitch to turn back blue. Because <laughs> I remember the precise moment when it turned red. When all the uh, Democrats all of a sudden were Republicans. It was some hilarious shit. It was crazy. Like, what you mean? You're not with them no more? It was all cool a week ago. Right. 
Uh, speaking of it was all cool a week ago, shout out to the 49ers cheerleader who took a knee during the national anthem. Be honest, did you see that? I didn't, but feminism is alive, isn't it? Not the same thing. So shout out to the, shout out to the black cheerleader who took a knee at the 49ers game, uh, the Battle of the Bay, 49ers versus Oakland, in the words of primetime. Nobody cares who wins that game. But look, though, to be fair, Kunta, I mean, she's a cheerleader, right? The NFL cheerleaders don't really get paid a lot. They, um, I think it's like something like $80 a game, and they're only eight, eight home games or maybe seven, seven or eight home games. So that's not a whole lot of money. I'm sure she's probably used to being on her knees anyway. Like I said, so shout out to uh, your sister in power for doing that. Hope you're still gainfully employed. I'm not going to shout her name out because I just don't want to do that yet. Uh, you know, we have a first name, um, but, you know, you can Google it. You'll see her taking an, an obvious knee. Uh, and, I bet her uh, knees are dark skin. And we'll go from there. Um, speaking of taking a knee and Colin Kaepernick. Be honest, have you? Of course you haven't, but play along. Have you ever tried to buy any Colin Kaepernick branded apparel no. recently? No, I have not. Can't buy the shit. It's all gone. It's all gone. Even his website's all sold out. I can't get a jersey, and I'm with Cap jersey. I can't get a t-shirt, and I'm with Cap t-shirt. I can't get none of the new Nike shit that says Kaepernick. Can't get none of it. It's all sold out. That's poor planning. You, what do you think? I think he's going to get got. Like how, how do most successful black businesses get got? Bootleggers. Oh, is that how they, so, they do? I thought it was they didn't pay their taxes. Ooh, put a pin in that. All right. So <laughs> I'm at a I'm at a uh, I'm at, I have an existential conundrum. Okay. I want to express that I'm with Cap, with I'm with Cap branded apparel. Right. But I already know that the I'm with Cap official exclusive branded apparel is all sold out. Would it be okay for me? To buy an I'm with Cap shirt from Craig and them? Absolutely not. Do not do that. So I can't even, so I can't express anything until Cap gets his uh, his supply chain in order? Yeah, you cannot buy a bootleg. You cannot buy a bootleg I'm with Cap shirt. That kills the point. All right. Okay, thanks. All right, you know, you're right. Hey, I threw it out there. I wanted to see. You're absolutely right. Uh, I haven't done it. I was close, but I appreciate it. You know, you know, be honest, when you're right, you're oh so right. Um, but you said something about taxes. Saints, Christian friends, if we want to see a fourth installment of Blade, we're <laughs> going to have to get together, light some candles, say some prayers, hold some vigils. The IRS is going to get your boy Wesley Snipes again. Uh, that's that's incredible, man. How, that's 10 incredible. Ten million. He ain't got it. I know he don't got it. I seen Gala Walkers. That was more than the budget of. That's more. Ten million dollars is probably more of the combined budgets of the movies he's been in since he got out of jail the first time for tax evasion. That's incredible. How do you mess up that again? Like the same thing. Well, to be honest. Uh, I believe the details are that he was he reached some sort of settlement, and the settlement got rejected. Ah. So you still owe about $10 million. So, okay, so he tries to reach a settlement, and that show, to me that shows he's, he's working with them. How do they didn't say, well, you know, since you don't have the Nigga, $10 million. $10 million. <laughs> 
Okay. Hey, man. I, I like. Let me give you a piece of it right now. Could you? Would you take? Could you take? I, I got. How about? I got five on it. Can you take five on it right it, now. Right. Five million? No. Why is 50, it? Nah. Why isn't Oprah keeping this dude out of jail, man? Why isn't? Why isn't uh, Will Smith coming to this guy's rescue? Because <sighs> he's getting ready to film. Bad Boys 3. Do you see that on the social media streets? I did, I did. I'm excited. Are you though? Yeah, I am. I like I like Will Smith what? and, and um, but, Martin but, Lawrence together. What the fuck is the story gonna be about? Who cares? Do you remember the last time we left Marty Mar and Mike Lowry? I like them, I like them together. I don't care what the story It's not about the storyline, is it? You don't go see Bad it's Boys got, for a great it's a plot. Movie has got to be some story. Yeah, but you don't go to see. To, you don't go there to see the plot of Bad Boys. Bad Boys One was not a super. It was not a great plot. It was it, you. It was predictable as hell. It's just the interaction between those two guys is is funny. They're both great actors, and well, Will Smith is a great actor. Martin mm. Lawrence isn't a bad actor, but they're both very funny actors. All right, man. I just hope to get it together. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. I'm gonna watch. We will support. Martin uh, looks in shape. Did you see how how in shape Martin looks? He don't look flabby and sick. The nigga's still pushing fifty. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not. Fun. You would expect Martin have been having been gone so long, and then those those rumors of the Martin Show reboot that you know he was gonna come back disgusted and dusted. But he actually, you know, what I'm saying looks like he's been taking care of himself. So I'm excited to see it. I'm gonna watch it, man. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what's gonna be about. We'll oh, see. wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. Let me <laughs> clarity. I'm not gonna pay to go see it. I'm gonna watch it on the Fire Stick. You're not I'm, gonna I'm, pay to go see it. But you mad at me because I want to <laughs> be able to get my I'm with Cap message out. That's the same shit, man. It's not. It's not. Martin and, and Will already made their money. That that's the studio getting paid at that point. Kaepernick has has a whole ass active ass contract with Nike right now. Oh, Plus okay, all so, the money he had on the signing bonus of his last contract. So he ain't hurting for cash. You're saying that the I'm with Cap.com website is not his money? That's Nike's money? N- no. What yeah, I'm saying is that he come on. the way that he he his money is he still got 49ers checks he's cashing. One. Right, but what I'm saying is the I'm with Cap thing, that's his thing. So that's his intellectual property you're robbing when you you know what I'm saying? You're you're forfeiting when you go to Craig and them. Martin All right, man. So what you think you're doing watching uh, Bad Boys 3 on the stick? Uh, 20th Century Fox isn't getting paid, but Martin and, and Will already got paid. They got paid right. to do the contract before they even went. Listen, nah, man. They got points on the back end. No, let me let me find out that Bad Boys 3 is an overbrook production, and then I'll go see it. Listen, Marty Mar and Will got points on the back end because they can't really gauge... If people really want this, that's why it's taking so long for Will to have gotten on board. Because Marty Mar had been saying that he wanted to do it for a while. Email me but, that you where you see that they got points on the back, and that's that will determine whether or not I can't email you their deal. What I'm oh, okay. saying is, I would because <laughs> what as you and I are speaking here today, we literally have no idea what is on black and white and in ink. Maybe nothing. Right. All we have is that we got a, an Instagram post from Will Smith with Martin saying this is happening. Right. This is happening. Right. Uh, we're gonna uh we're gonna film. This is happening. This right. is happening. So we got a confirmation from Will that he's gonna do it. And Will Smith still has the juice to get a project made. I don't give a fuck if Michael Bay does it, who and Michael Bay was the producer of the first Bad Boys, right. or if Jerry Brockheimer is part of this. I don't know. But Will's got enough juice to get this thing made. But we don't know if anything's written yet. How about this? Might not be. How about this? How about this? 
Somebody black owes me my money back from Black Panther. If they give me my money, if somebody black, I don't care who it is, one of y'all got to pay me back for Black Panther. Two mm-hmm. tickets, because me and my wife went, and we didn't go to the cheap theater. We went to the one where you reclined. So it was like a little bit more money. If I get my money back for those two tickets for Black Panther, then I will definitely go to the theater and see Bad Boy. Somebody black. Anybody black. It don't have to be you, Kunta. Maybe one of your family members or someone, one of our listeners on the show. Anybody who wants to volunteer, you can cash app. Uh, number the just, number just just add Michael B Jordan he got it he'll walk you up. <laughs> the hashtag I mean not hashtag but the number the uh the money symbol and then rare sonnets cash at me the money you know what I'm saying nah, man just just add add Michael B Jordan he got he'll 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 hook you up I might even hook you up with some some two tickets to Creed I'll um, go see Creed but I'm not gonna pay for it I'm not gonna pay for that either well he got you you know uh, speaking of money back. Be honest, I'm off. I need to issue an apology. Uh oh, to me, not you. Damn it. Um, but to three of Atlanta's finest, the Migos. Ugh. I was very hard on Quavo and his solo project. Understandably so. But you want to know what the problem really was that I didn't, I never even factored in? Um, can't imagine what you're about to say. Quavo wasn't the writer. Quavo didn't write his own shit. It was takeoff. Now I finally get it. When takeoff says, does it look like I get left off bad and bougie? He was saying, hey... I wrote everybody's shit on Bad and Bougie. That's why I'm sitting here. Remember my problem with Quavo's solo half-assed effort? Well, it was there were a lot of a lot of issues. All right, but- my main problem was <laughs> the structure of the shit he was saying. Like it just was like nails on a chalkboard. Like logic failed. Like each sentence had nothing to do with the sentence before. Right. It was just just a bunch of shit. That somehow or another managed to rhyme and somehow or another seemed at first blush from an uneducated listener to go with the track. Because that nigga doesn't write his own shit. Takeoff must have been their ghostwriter for the entire group. Mm. So I'm listening to Takeoff's new album. And uh, I got to say, man, it, was, it wasn't bad. Matter of fact, it was better than bad. It was good-ish. So, Migos, unfuck you as a staff, as a crew, and a motherfucking record label and all that shit. And Quavo, now you know. You can never, ever, 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 ever try to write your own shit. You ask, take off, what is he doing? And to come help you on your project, and that's how you do it. So this new takeoff album was lit. Do you have a, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Do you have official news that he wrote it? Is that like is that like the rumor in the rumor mill, or is this like something official? It's my it's my listening ass ears. Okay. Of the structure of how he's rapping versus the structure of how the Migos rap when they're together. Gotcha. Versus what Quavo did when he was by himself. Gotcha. So the way Quavo's 
structure of how he he put together his 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 lyrics on his solo album. Right. It just it just it literally literally hurts my head. So you deduced that Takeoff is the ghostwriter for the group. Got it. Takeoff's album, the way he was right, he was rhyming. Sounds like the way the Migos rhyme. Right. Once upon a time, Kunta said that the Migos were not mumble rappers. That's because Kunta was listening to uh, off, uh, Offset and Takeoff. And and however Quavo was coming in, it was just mostly, it was hooks and shit, and it wasn't extended. Well, he didn't have, it wasn't extended shine on his own. So in listening to, uh, to Takeoff's album, he's got subjects and predicates. He's got stories. He's got a, a beginning, middle, and end. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, like he's got some, you know, other shattering content. He does not. Right. And you know that ad lib they're famous for is in there quite a few times. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Mama. Like every other song. I don't. I don't know. It's like it's a game they're playing. Anywho, uh, so I it was, it was it was good. The music selection was good. Uh, it was more upbeat, less experimental. It was so good. I've listened to it now four times, and it came out like Wednesday or Thursday. It was so good. I had to go back and listen to Quavo's album to make sure that I that Kunta just wasn't in a bad state of mind when he heard it the first time. And listeners know the fuck I was not. Uh, Quavo's album is still uh, hot garbage. Garbage, as my grandmother would say. She drops the R. No R. Garbage. Right. Um, and so, Migos, particularly you, take off. Particularly you, Offset. Take off. I want to apologize personally. Don't judge a book by its cover. I did that. I did that. I watched the Joe Budden interview. I said, who's this dude that looks like, you know, looks like a troll that took a shit, but then took another shit? That's what I thought Take Off looked like. And I judged him. I did that. I'm not proud of it, but I did. I said, there's no way... This guy has any talent. Who is this takeoff guy? I was dead ass wrong. Slow clap. Bravo, takeoff. You you may be the real MVP of the Migos. And this was actually a pretty good week for music. So in addition to takeoff's project, my boy, Metro Boomin, wanted some more. And he went back in. Be honest, what do you think about Mitchell Boomin's production? Anything <laughs> at all? <laughs> I don't. I can't even tell you a Metro Boomin song. Give me, give me one song that I would know. Well, shit. Uh, I mean, I, I, he's popular. I know he's really popular, and I know he's doing a lot of work. But I couldn't differentiate the music now. I don't differentiate it from any other any other trap beat or whatever beat. They're all they all sound the same to me. And maybe maybe you're gonna school me something real quick. Give me, well, give me, me the me give me his most way. popular songs. Oh shit, that's kind of hard to do, right? Because cause he's not a rapper; he's a producer. I know. So sh- exactly, Flathood. To be honest, he c- collaborates a lot with Future. Yeah, I'm not really a Future fan, so I don't even know those. You know, what I'm saying like Metro Boomin is is very talented. I'm sure for trap music or for whatever the genre he's in. But the problem is, is that since they're not really the beats aren't really that different, there are ten people who are probably equally as good as Metro Boomin, but just don't have, you know what I'm saying, the connections or the, the didn't have that one breakout single. I mean, because I remember, what was, who was the guy? Claire who was, Drip. You probably don't remember that song. That's nope. Fine. I sure don't. But who was the white guy? 
Luke's Lex Luger. You remember yeah. how he came out or whatever his name was, and he he had beats, and he, I think he was doing a lot of stuff with um uh, Hard in the Paint. Who was that guy's name? Walker Flocker. And then everybody started sounding those similar beats. So like it, you, he was no better than the rest of the guys who were using Fruit Loops and you know putting those two little sound on it. And I, Metro Boomin is is talented. I know that because I know his name, and I know that a lot of people say his beats are hard. But to be honest, if you played me ten beats. And only one of them was Metro Boomin, but the others were very similar. I wouldn't be able to pick that one out of the other nine. Well, I'm not going to argue with you there because even Zaytoven's trap beats aren't that particularly, they don't differentiate from the major trap producers Metro Boomin, Zaytoven, uh, DJ Esco. Um, but, what the, but Zaytoven's, tells usually are he might be he's prone to have a piano or keyboards in his at some point that's because he can but, actually uh, play they told they a church boy so i, I know I, you know what i'm saying i know that he has the ability to actually play an instrument which most of the guys don't so zaytoven's the reason why i'd be able to tell zaytoven's out of those Zaytoven. 10 is because he does actually use organs and pianos and he there there there's there's more complex chord structure in his even though he doesn't use it I just hear that one or two in there, like, okay, that kind of chord progression, that chord structure is not just a, a regular beat maker. That's somebody who actually has a little bit of, of playing talent. And I know that Zaytoven does. So I would be able to pick his out. Metro Boomin at Sunny Digital. At, when, you know what I'm saying? I know these names. Well, well Metro Boomin is going old good Kanye. Because his new album, his new project, he took it to church. He found some soulful shit he ripped. And he mixed it with some trap beats. And it's, it's pretty good. Okay. It's a pretty good listen. Um, one other album that came out that, as I said, if you see Kunto on the street and you ask him what's hot and what you should listen to, he's going to say Kendrick Lamar. He might hate you with a J. Cole. <laughs> Why? Because I'm an intellectual nigga. That's what we do, right? But what do I actually listen to? Be honest, you want to know what the fuck I actually listen to? I already know. Money Bag Yo, man. Are you down with Money Bag Yo? I have no fucking idea who money bag. Just raw, yeah. raw, <laughs> raw, raw <laughs> tales, raw. Oh my god, money bag. You know, yo. I don't even fuck with bitches in my city. I fly them in raw. Okay, raw. I know why they mad at me because I went up on my features raw, real <laughs> shit. Money bag, yo, over trap beats, real lyrics, real flows, ratchet, hood shit. Cook bacon soda, shit. Okay, money bag, yo. Um, also, I want to go on record again. <sighs> I fucks with Twenty One Savage. I like the way he says shit. It's not complex. I like the way he says shit. How does he say it? like she like that? It's just he's got this kind of a monotone flow uh-huh. that kind of lulls you into like you know not paying attention. You're like, wait a minute, what the fuck did this nigga just say to me? That's all the lean. It's like uh, it's like you a bitch nigga. You you a bitch nigga. I mean, your girl a dyke. I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Double entendre. That makes sense. I got you. You wow. still went to a slut walk dressed like you worked at Corn Dog on a Stick or 
<laughs> I can't forget. I can't unsee that shit. So make up your but mind. Still. Do you like him or not like him? If Twenty One Savage is on a track, Kunta is listening to the track. Okay. So we, were but, you uh, upset when Twenty Two Savage came out and Twenty Three Savage and all those guys? I don't fuck with them. You see, um, see, see, nigga shit. See, that's what we talking about, <laughs> bootlegging. So you trying to get your bootleg uh, Bad Boys 3 on well, for no good reason. I'm trying to get my bootleg Colin Kaepernick. I'm with Cap shirt because they're sold out. That's a good reason. I've I think never... Colin would want me to get his message out. But either way, I think if he didn't have any apparel or gear, he would still want me to get the message out. I say just take a knee in the lobby of your of your job. Just take a knee. And just stand there until somebody comes and says something. Maybe the CEO comes down or something. Let me look into that tomorrow. Um, but any event, man. So, so I never no, listen to any. Twenty One Savage is is you know I don't I don't know if he's actually done any of the shit he says. I kind of find it hard to believe because if he did, he would probably be you know dead or in jail because you just can't just be straight up murdering people on the regular like that. Normally, right. catch up with you, right? You know, we're not. It's not like he's Mr. Big, Ooh. not because of his size. Ooh. Listeners, that's called a layered joke. If you've been listening to us these many weeks, <laughs> you would have known that I just hit you with an eight ball MJG joke. That's the type of quality we're bringing to our listeners. We're hitting all numbers, <laughs> eighteen to fifty. They said it couldn't be done, but we're gonna do it. But anyway, so 21 Savage, I fuck with them. I'm going to listen to what the young man has to say, even though I don't believe anything he's actually saying. Kind of like uh, a certain guest on a certain flagship show by the name of uh, Uncle O-Dub. I don't believe anything he's saying, but I still want to hear everything he's saying. Because it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. I mean, 21 Savage is so low-key, lackadaisical, Monotone. He's really got to listen to what the fuck he's saying. It's like you, you, you killed how many people? <laughs> Shouldn't you? No, I, I. You probably want to lay low for a while. I probably wouldn't be talking about that if, if <laughs> I did that. Right. Just but, uh, singing on a record. I said yeah. sing. I'm getting old. When I when I when you say that a rapper sings something on a record, that either you're getting old or Drake has you know what I'm saying completely saturated the market to where rappers and singers are the same thing. Yeah, he kind of killed that. He kind of ran that shit right into the ground. Uh, speaking of running shit into the ground and not, I don't know if this is goodbye or so long, but your girl lost a record deal, be honest. My girl? Your girl, Iggy Azalea. Oh, shit. Yeah, my girl. Queen culture vulture. She's trying to spin this shit as if she was trying to do it. That is good. How is it good? Oh, my God. It's so good because the... The, um, so we so we can get all all our new shit directly from SoundCloud now? No, 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 no. That's not how it works. I believe the group is either Radiohead. It's either Radiohead or Nine Inch Nails. I know you're not gonna compare Iggy Azalea to Radiohead, Nine Inch Nails. I absolutely, you know what? I absolutely am. How you gonna just cut Are me we off? Have this white ass music conversation on Black on Both Sides. <laughs> is that what we about to do? <laughs> yeah, we are. For a second. How dare you, sir? <laughs> For a how dare you compare <laughs> Iggy Azalea to fucking? <laughs> National treasures. You treasures. Brought, you brought National up treasures. Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. You brought how up a white you, person. Sir. You brought up a white person. I'm telling you how the the formula works. Now, whether or not Iggy can pull this off, that's, that's her problem. But I'm telling you the formula. Radiohead. Trent Reznor has more talent in his pinky toe. In his black painted pinky toe. 
than Iggy Azalea has in the whole entire bot-ass body. But it's not, it's, not about the, it's not about the talent. It's about having the notoriety and then taking that and doing your own thing. Trent Reznor has more notoriety in his other pinky toe. <laughs> What is Iggy Azalea not- notorious for other than fucking Swaggy P? She's Take got hits. Nigga, Iggy Azalea's had hits before. What are you talking about? You- so now you're just being silly. When you she- say hits, do you mean hit? Because <laughs> I'm looking for these hits. Both plural. Both of us know who she is. I'll put it like that. So here's the thing. I know who she is because I fucks with Swaggy P. Right, but here's the thing, right? Direct to consumer is the way you want to go. The What happened to her is that she got on a record label and got made famous on that record label. And so now when she goes direct to customer, she actually has a chance to 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 speak to a large exactly. amount of them. As opposed you to get you, you can't even get your lie together for Iggy. You like, uh, you know, uh, she's uh, you know, the people, she just she's you know, she's more direct, you know, she the fans, fans actually can access her more directly. She has now. Fans. all 12 of them. She has fans. Iggy Azalea in has, Australia. Iggy Azalea has wherever they are, wherever they are, doesn't matter where they are. She has fans. The thing is now she because of the, ass back to Australia, if you ask me, because of the notoriety that she has, because of her record deal, she's about to have the opportunity to really turn this into something. And what you're Whack. saying, what you're saying is, is, will she make ten million dollars? No, she won't make ten million dollars, but she might make one million on an independent project that she puts out herself. She's making f- no million on you no project. Crazy, projects. she absolutely could. And if she, she decided, if she find her somebody rich. Bullshit. If she, Rich. Bullshit. If she decided yeah. to go into acting, she'd make a killing because she. Now with that face, she won't. Because of her notoriety. Face for radio. I don't think she's ugly either. I don't know why you say that. That's a goddamn lie. I don't think she's. Well, ugly. stop lying to our listeners. Be honest. I don't think you she's do ugly. not believe what you're saying. <laughs> she's not an ugly girl. She got an ugly face and she got cankles. Keep it moving. And she put her body together with uh, Doctor J Curves or Mister Doctor Miami. She's got her body well, put together. Do to the lipo out the calf, out yeah. the calf meat. She may she may do that this year. All I'm saying is that she has the notoriety now. This actually is a good thing for her if she knows how to do it. Her team just has to put it together correctly. Who is I, her I team? That. Clifford Harris? No, he's not part of it no more. He he hadn't been part of it for a while. She got up she got upselled to whoever the the label was above Grand Hustle. I can't remember if it was Def Jam or whoever. Grand Hustle, baby. Yeah, she got upsold, so she wasn't on Grand Hustle anymore. She got upsold to the major, and the major dropped her. So Grand Hustle had nothing to do with that. Keyword dropped. That's cool. I, I hey, if I if I've been famous and they dropped me, good. I'm about to make a killing. Me and my team, we're going to put it together. She ain't about to make a killing. She ain't even going to make a living. Like I said, she better find her some, some rich dick well, and Ig- settle down. Iggy, if you would like to come on Black on Both Sides and talk about this to, to make our show pop a little bit more, I'd be willing to let your fans hear what we got to say. You better call that a premium and do it your damn self. I'm not talking to Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Whatever. It's not getting my shine. Are you killing your shine? You're, so you're not, saying you, She's not stealing my shine. <laughs> you think that you're more popular than Iggy Azalea? Gotta stand for something. Get the Good Lord, you gotta stand for something or you fall for everything. There's no way in hell I'm gonna have somebody like Iggy Azalea sleeping with those niggas. So was with Swaggy P. What does that even mean? I don't even know. She's tainted. She's a shark. You're telling me that you wouldn't. She's a coal burner. Never on black and both sides. You wouldn't take the opportunity to talk shit to Iggy Azalea on your show? I'd have to sleep on it. Oh my God! Like you have open, op- you have free rent, free roam to do what, say whatever, do whatever. I would do that. I definitely would. Iggy, Must if you're listening, this, ain't your face. If you if you're listening, come on the show and and King Cooch can talk shit and I can support you and we can see. Fuck how you, goes Amethyst, here. whatever your name, real name is. 
What is that? It's a cartoon character. The goddamn Stevens World cartoon character is more popular than Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Amethyst. Yeah. Okay, well. Hey, I can't convince you. It's fine. But she has the opportunity. No bullshit aside. Iggy, you know, come on down. Because Kunta is a huge Lakers fan, and he just needs more insight on the man, the myth, the legend, Swaggy P. So I'd, I'd love to talk about that. All right. That's yeah. the only reason. But uh, speaking of... Uh, uh, of uh, cheesy, unloved, uh, homogenous shit like we were just talking about. <sighs> Be honest, do you do you ever order pizzas from like? Do you do you, do you, are you a pizza guy? Do you, do you yeah. like pizza? Yeah, I love pizza. So so who's your, who's your go to for pizza? Who who do, you, who do you call? Right now, it changes because you know. I think right now it might be Marco's right now. I don't know if y'all have that out there. No, nah, I never heard of it. Sounds like, is it a mom and pop or is it a chain out there? No, it's a chain, but uh, they're not really, they may not be real big yet. They're about probably 10 of them in Atlanta, so they may not They may not be that huge. But before that, I would say it was probably Domino's again. I switch it back between Domino's and Papa John's. You know, Domino's have stepped their game up. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. They really, they got their shit together. And Papa John's, you know, I, I can, I'm going to support from afar. <laughs> because you know I do like the marketing campaign, but, right? You know, so after the commercial, come on, you gotta love that. That's, yeah, that's no, smart. it's a commercial. I still need to see what's going on. But anyway, uh, people at the Kunta camp was hungry earlier today, and so uh, I wanted to make the call uh, for something cheap and delicious, and I didn't want to leave my house. So I went Pizza Hut, man. I went OG Pizza Hut. And I wasn't pleased by what I got back. The cheese was not even fully melted. Oh, damn. How do you do that? How how do you do that? The sauce was somewhat sweet. The toppings looked like those type of toppings you buy at the grocery store for make-your-own pizzas. So it just didn't look fresh, loved, cared for at all. And, you know, this is this is just a message from King Kuta to, to Pizza Hut. Hey, get your shit together, man. There's people out here trying to eat and you're fucking with them. I think the better pizza places are not those anyway. Like there's a place here called um, Fellini's that's really good. Uh, this place here called Crust that's really good. I, I don't honestly, if I have a choice, I don't even go to the the, the big franchise ones. Yeah, it's not normally what we do. You know, I try not to eat pizza, but if we we have a local whoa, place whoa, here, you try not to eat pizza. What are you talking about right now? What does that mean? I try not to ingest all those carbs, man. Oh man, pizza is delicious. It's got to be top. It was delicious. It's top three foods. Fuck, but I try to eat all those carbs. And now that I've made a commitment to having soul food once a week, how would you know that I'm doing that? Oh, you should be in the Slack room. What's that? Slack room. Be honest, myself, interact on the reg 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our fans and people of of not only this show, but the rest of the Rare Sonnets Network. How do you get in the Slack room? How much does it cost? Don't cost you nothing but an email. Go to rarestonics.com. Email the administrator. Use the email button. Email the admin. Ask or to get the Slack us. room. 
boom. You can talk shit to King Kunta probably shortly thereafter because I'm always on. So anyway, in the Slack room, I do post what I be eating sometimes. And so that might would uh, not really line up with what I'm telling you about cutting carbs. But that is a goal. I heard that uh, Koreans in L.A. make the best soul food. Is that true or false? I don't know who told you that shit. Baylor didn't tell you that. That's not who true? Told that? Who told you that? I can't remember. It's been a while. But it I... wasn't Baylor and it wasn't Brit Renee and it sure as fuck ain't me. I don't know where you heard that shit from. Nah, so man. That's not true at all? Like, not, what I'm saying no. makes no sense? Okay. Negative. Okay. No. Don't know what you're talking about. Mm, okay. Yeah, but uh, now I will say this, though. <clears throat> it seems to me... Shout out to Bill Cosby watching some draws somewhere as we speak. Um... <laughs> that when it comes to <laughs> Cajun or Creole food, particularly uh, crab, shrimp, we call it boiling bag. You, they put it in a bag, they boil the bag, they bring the bag with the spices and all the shit to your table. Your table's covered in wax paper, and then you dump your, your bag onto your wax paper, and you've got all sorts of seafood and stuff and spices. You guys have that out there? Yeah. What y'all call it? Juicy crab? Is that what y'all call that? Yeah, I don't eat none of that shit, though. I can't help it. Why be honest? Why can't you eat that? <laughs> I need to know. Sorry, listeners, but I need to know this shit. Why? 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 What's wrong with it? It just seems disgusting. That all what, that shit part is... of it seems disgusting, man. Just t- t- help me understand. What's what? You don't like to see heads on shrimp? I you don't hate like to that. See crab part. I can't. Uh, I can't. Crab, what's going on? I can't see heads on shrimp or heads on anything. I can't. I can't. I just can't. I need my food to look like presentation to me is everything, and that's just like a slop bag. It's fucking disgusting. I just can't you do know, it. You I'm can't sorry. Eat food ever? No. Not if it's like that. I agree with you. I tell you what, <laughs> high French cuisine does not look like that. But when you mix with some niggas, you get all sorts of crazy shit. You get crawfish, crawdads, shrimps with heads on them, all kinds of crazy, unsavory looking stuff. I'm with you, Mister Honest. Popeyes, really, nigga, Popeyes has uh, Cajun fries. I like those. That's fried chickens. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. And Dewey sausage, uh-uh. uh, boudin, Ugh. gumbo, uh-uh, definitely not uh, crawfish. Nope, crawfish etouffee. Uh-uh. Shit, man, you're missing out, sir. Now, just to let you know, I'm bad, but I'm also bougie. I will not eat this shit boiling bag without gloves. If you don't give me gloves, then what type of establishment are you running here, sir, or ma'am? Any gloves? I, I change. Like I with. change my oil with gloves on. I, don't, I shouldn't have to eat with gloves on. That's just weird. That that's right. That right there should let you know this is not for you. But you know, hey, disagree. Do what you do. Disagree. Anyway, in any event, so back to the original questions: What do Asians do well that is not common Asian food? That would be the Cajun Creole stuff out here in California. It seems that all the boiling bag type places are owned by Asian ownership, either Korean or. Japanese, uh, Taiwanese. Haven't seen any Chinese, but wouldn't be surprised. All the boiling bag spots in, in Southern California are, own, are under Asian ownership, and they list themselves as Cajun Creole food. Facts. Big facts. Don't believe me? Holla at your boy Baylor the Great. Friend of the show. Brother of the Rare Sonus Network. And a professional Californian. Facts. 
So I don't know who told you that Korean shit. I didn't tell you. Baylor didn't tell you. Britt Renee didn't tell you. So I don't know. You, I'm just going to have to go. You made that up. So I <laughs> okay. Made up. <laughs> I made it up. Yeah. Not. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I did have Korean barbecue two weeks ago, though. Have you I ever did had too. Korean barbecue? Mm-hmm. No? Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, too. Actually, two weeks ago. All right. So we were, the one that we went to, we're like sitting at a table, right? And in the middle of the table is like this hot plate. Looks like a hot plate, but it ain't. It's like this heating thing. It's like a stove. It's a stove at your table. Right. And then they bring this, this dish that's heated by whatever is on the stove. And then you take your food, your raw meats, fishes, chickens, vegetables, and you put it on this hot ass thing and you cook your food at your table. Is that is that what you kind of did or not really? Not really. They um they came. It was a grill and they came and cooked it for us. But it was definitely the same though. The very very center of the table there was an opening, and ours had a grill. And they we we told them what what meats we wanted. They brought those meats and when they, as they cooked that one, they said, "What's the next meat you want?" And they went to get the other meat while we were eating. Hmm. Well, you know, either way works. Yeah, I like Korean food. It was good. My wife did not like it. Miss Kunta was not pleased by it. She said everything tasted the same. Do you want to know why everything tasted the same? Why? Because she dumped soy sauce on everything. She just drowned everything in soy sauce while it was cooking. Perhaps that's why everything tasted the same. Yeah. All the shit tasted like soy sauce. Right. Thank you, Miss Kunta. Appreciate you. <sighs> that's all I got as far as bullshit. Don't get the fried mm-hmm. rice at a Korean place, by the way. Why? It's, it's not regular fried rice. It's something else. It's, there's another word for it. I can't. It's like yellow, and it's got some. I don't know. Just get the white rice at a Korean spot. I like fried rice. Southern California is a vibrant Asian American population. Don't just get white rice. That's boring. Don't do. Don't be boring. Only at a Korean be anything, spot. Anything, but don't be boring. Only at a Korean spot. It's different. It's called something else. It's not just regular fried rice. Now yeah. let me go piss off all of our Asian viewership. Okay. So as me and Miss Kunta were leaving this Korean place, you know, I was struck by one thing. Silence. Not a cat, not a dog, <laughs> not a bird. <laughs> no squirrels. Literally no wildlife. One meat is it, just like any other meat. And why am I saying that? Because the meat, the so the meat that so these Belts and suspenders. So at the place I went to, I told you what the table looked like. You get up from the table at the place I went to, and you go to this refrigerator. And the refrigerator has all these dishes that you can choose from to take back to your table and cook. The problem I had is that the meats were all pounded, like flat. And they were all, all the meats. That That means the pork, the beef, the lamb, the chicken. They all looked kind of the same, and they all cooked kind of the same way. Right. It's very stringy. Shit could have been anything, dog. Shit could have been anything. It was delicious, though. Fuck it. Like I said, could have been anything. I don't know. That just when we, Miss Kunta and I walked out, shit was just weird. Silence with nothing out there. Nothing. Freddie and Jason quiet. No wildlife. Don't ask no questions. You go to a Korean barbecue. Get in, get out. Anywho. 
Hey, man, it's been a while since we talked about some uh, schism. <laughs> do you have any schism? I do have some schisms for, for you. I do have some schisms for you, so I guess it's time we're going to rate the racism. Wait, for uh, all the white people out there, when I say schism, I mean racism. Could mean sexism, but it's probably racism. Okay. All right. So uh, this one, the very first one here, is a short documentary. Examines why pregnancy is killing black women. Intrigued? Yeah, somewhat. I've heard this before. Okay, the statistics... I can get my tongue together. The statistics are grim. Black women and black babies are losing their lives at a rate that it's three to four times higher than any other ethnicity during pregnancy and childbirth in the United States. Facts. After coming across... You say facts? Yep. Mm. There's reasons for this. Oh, boy. After coming across news reports exposing the dire issue, Roman DeBotch from BlackExcellence.com went looking for black women who had difficult pregnancies, lost babies. Okay. Wait, he done fucking lost me already. <laughs> what? Roman DeBotch. <laughs> I like short for debauchery from <laughs> BlackExcellence.com. It's spelled differently, but it might. It doesn't matter. I'm delivered. <laughs> women, 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 women. Surprise, <laughs> there's no third Roman debauch the third at the end of that. I'm st- <laughs> Forgive me, listeners. I'm sorry, be honest. Please continue. Uh, he went looking for black women who had difficult pregnancies, lost babies, experienced dangerous births, dealt with racist medical providers, and more. The result is a short documentary titled Pregnancy is Killing Black Women. I was shocked, really shocked, when I came across multiple reports highlighting the issue in the black community. I had no idea the numbers were the worst racial d- disparities when it comes to health care, said Roman Debach, the director and host of the 20-minute documentary. I knew I had to make a film about this and share the, sh- the stories of these women. The short documentary was released on October 30th. Among those interviewed, blah, 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 blah. The point here is that do you believe that black women are being killed or now I won't say killed because that's what they're saying. Do you feel that black women are dying at a higher rate from pregnancy and babies are dying at a higher rate? You said that you believe that's true. Absolutely, but there's reasons for that. And is that reason racism, which this is this article alludes to? Well, mostly the answer is yes, but hmm. not in the immediate sense. Wars in the systemic sense. Please, 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 please let me know. In the systemic you. sense, um, you know, it's it's not a. This is a bad topic, <laughs> given where we are on the show, because it's not a it's not a, a it's not a shallow issue. It's a very deep issue. Uh-huh. And so it's cultural. For for one, black people tend to not to want to go to the doctor in general. Black people's fault, go ahead. For two, you know, there are reasons that, you know, we could have gotten into a lot earlier about why <laughs> systemically uh black people may feel they they do not have the financial wherewithal to seek appropriate medical care. Three, there are prejudices that are ingrained uh, to where, you know, some healthcare providers may or may not inform people of color what all of their options are, particularly if those options may require them to, you know, pay more money. So there's a failure of preventative care in the black in the black culture in general. For example, King Kunta hates Dennis. I do. Don't trust him. They're, to me, they're the same thing as chiropractors. Um, 
So I can get I can get that that's one reason. So so the first reason is you got a society that has that is suspicious of 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 medical care in general. They don't we just don't do it. And you've got a society that has reasons, other reasons that continue to stay and why do you don't pursue medical care, some financial reasons. Then you've got medical health care providers who may have their own prejudice with regards to informing certain people of color what their options are, particularly those options are either not covered by uh, medical insurance and if they require the payment of additional money. So you got a lot of things working there. You got a lot of, and those are just immediate. I mean, there are other things I could also say about uh, birth rates and, and whether or not both parents are present which also goes into financial wherewithal and sometimes healthcare coverage. Because even though Obamacare is a thing, still everyone doesn't have it. There are still people who don't have uh, medical insurance. So when I say it's racist, I don't mean it's like you know, you know a tiki torch doctor or a doctor wearing you know with a grand wizard pin underneath his lab coat. No, I mean systemic racism. Like you know, and so that's hard to fix. So the fact that there's a higher mortality rate is not surprising to me at all. It's not. What do you mean? You, if you have the money, you can have whatever doctor is willing to take the fee. No, there and there. Be, well, there are some instances in which we, I believe, as a culture, just make poor choices. We don't value something. Part of that is also, you know, there's a religious aspect to it. Praying a lot of sh- trying to pray stuff away. You know, God got me. There's a lot of a uh, you know. You know, we as a people deal with a lot of things on a daily basis, and sometimes some of us may feel that, you know, we have some immortality on some things. So, yes, ultimately, some of these things are also just choices. Right. But those choices are also are informed from not great positions. But, okay. yes, some of it is choice. I'd have to watch the documentary to figure out whether or not they're talking about black women in America as opposed to— the world, because I I, no, I don't I, think that would change. I think that would be the same. No, I mean, no fucking it's way. It's pretty. It's pretty clear that if you're in a in countries in which black people are not the majority people, mm-hmm. they're you know. I'd be willing to bet. It's that always I, worse to be of the darker skin if you're not the majority. It's I'd always be willing, worse. I'd be willing worldwide. to bet. I'd be willing to bet that any country where you're not the majority, this is true. I don't think it's just black people, but, you know, black people love singing. So I think that any any country where someone is an extreme majority compared to another race of people, that those people are looked over a little bit more than than the minority. But, you know, this this does seem like a pretty deep topic that we maybe have to just come back to at a different time. Yeah, it's just not. It's not. It's 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 too complicated to just be able to say is it racist or no because right. it's 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 more than that. It's more ingrained than that. I don't think I don't think that healthcare professionals, by and large, are saying, "Oh, I have a black client, uh, patient." 
fuck them. I'm going to give not my best effort to ensuring their health and ensuring this pregnancy goes well. I don't believe that's happening. All right. Let's, let's, um, let's try to go to another one then. Just to, we'll have to come back to this. Maybe we'll figure out a topic. That maybe we have to that. watch the fucking documentary yeah. by uh, whatever debauch the third. Roman debauch. Sounds like I, a nigga that wears a bow tie on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, with matching socks. <laughs> Let's go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Innocent black, <laughs> innocent black mom charged for the death of her one-year-old who was killed by Hurricane Florence. Have you heard this yet? There's a, there's a lot of problems with this title you read. So, no, I haven't. This ought to be good. <laughs> All right. The Union County Sheriff's detectives have unjustly filed criminal charges against Daisia Idea Lee. A 20-year-old African-American mother for driving... Well, like that, she was set up to be in the system. <laughs> right. An African-American mother for driving around barricades en route NC-218, which resulted in the tragic drowning death of her one-year-old son. The unfortunate accident happened last month when Hurricane Florence hit the state of North Carolina. Dazia Dazia, who is from Charlotte, faces a charge of involuntary manslaughter and a misdemeanor charge of driving on a closed unopened highway in connection with the death of her son, Kadeen Lee Welch. Sheriff's deputies served Dazia with a criminal summons, and she is due in court in November 20, 2018. Sheriff Eddie Cathy stated, The tragic death of this child and the circumstances surrounding this case are heartbreaking. We continue to pray for all those suffering as a result of this child's death. However, after a very thorough investigation and taking all facts into consideration and applying the law, we feel that these charges are appropriate. Meanwhile, Dazia has told reporters, I did everything I could from the moment I was pregnant until the moment I lost him. I did everything I could to save and to protect him. She says that on the day of her baby's death, she did drive around two orange barrels after she saw other drivers doing the same thing. She says that when her car was hit with floodwaters, it quickly hydroplaned and began to sink. She was able to free herself and her son from the vehicle, but the rush of water was too strong and she lost her grip on her son. Sadly, he floated away in the rushing waters and was found dead the next morning. So, King Kunta, I ask you, based off of the idea that she's saying this was unjust and that it was because of who she is, do you think this is racism? No. No. Do I think they should press charges? No. Do I think they're pressing charges because they're being racist? Based on what we've read, I, no. You know, at the end of the day, um, she made a bad decision as a parent and it resulted in her you know having the worst thing that can happen to you as a parent which is a not only your child is injured but your child is dead if i was a district attorney i would not have brought those charges right she will suffer the rest of her life over this absolutely but could he bring the charges yes you haven't told me anything in the story to indicate that this is racist i agree i, I think that the punishment has already been given out um he, it's funny he said they're it's unfortunate for, to tack on but yeah you haven't said a single thing to indicate that racism played a role in this he said that they're praying for all the people suffering and i'm saying well damn the mom is probably suffering too but um i'm looking at a picture here and she's got you know uh purple hair and i'm sure that probably helped they probably helped with their idea of who they felt like was guilty and that may not be racism but you know like, let's go to Middle Island, New York. I can only go based on what you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't say anything additional. Right. No, it's no. unfortunate she's going to be prosecuted. This is like the woman who, uh, 
who was pretending like she didn't know she couldn't vote. Right. Right. Do I think the penalty was excessive? Yes. Yeah. But do I think the penalty is racist? No. If you and left do your, I believe that? Huh? If you left your kid in, in the apartment while you go to work in the daytime and the kid dies while you're at work, is that... Should that be punishable Same by shit, jail? Man. Yeah, I mean, but you do you agree that's punishable by jail too, or you say no for that as well? Yeah, man, it's punishable by jail. Well, then the, being you, a parent, it's not it's not a small deal. Well, then that it's this, this of, has to be uh, applicable. Then you know she drove into a yeah. fucking flood. It's unfortunate you made a bad decision. Yeah, and you made a decision that not only affected you but somebody who can't make decisions for themselves. So My, yeah. I'm sorry you you apparently have, you know, you, you dye your hair with Kool-Aid, but this is what it is. Yeah. My daughter actually just got a ticket about uh two weeks ago for passing a school bus that had the stop sign out with the lights flashing. And she didn't realize that, you, that the other direction, you couldn't do it. She thought that, it, oh, as long as she was on the side of the bus, but I was like, you know, they have to cross the street. And it's, it's so crazy because I think a week or so ago, that lady killed three kids at the exact same situation. So I'm just glad my daughter didn't actually, she just got a ticket. It was like $215, but that's better than somebody's kid not going home. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, listeners, you know I'm looking for that schism. You know I I got to find the schism. But if it ain't there, it ain't there. <laughs> well, I got one for you. Middle Island, New York. <laughs> what about Middle Island? You want to go to Middle Island for a second? Where the fuck is Middle Island at? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> all right. White teacher tells eight-year-old student that all black people have big noses. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> Next topic. <laughs> Naswan Jones, a fourth grade student at West Middle Island Elementary School, said his art teacher recently made a racist remark to him in class. John Johnson, the teacher, allegedly told him that black people have big noses. His grandmother is demanding for the teacher to be fired. Last Monday, Jones was in his art class doing a self-portrait activity when he had difficulty sketching his nose. He then asked for his teacher's help, but instead gave a racist, racist comment to him. He drew my nose really big, and I asked him, why did you draw my nose really big? And then he said, all African Americans have big noses. Jones tearfully told News 12. You can't even get it out You cannot even get it out Be honest let's, Fuck it This is ridiculous When was the last time You saw a non-mixed person A non-mixed black person When I say non-mixed I mean like not 50% Not right. not a quarter When was the last time You saw somebody Who's at least 75% black With a small I said small Small <laughs> nose Take your time I'll wait It had to be one of the Jacksons After surgery is this teacher dumb? Yes. Should this teacher maybe have a vacation for a little bit? Maybe. But where's the lie, sir? Where was the lie? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious to me, man. It's wrong of that, that teacher to say that shit to that she kid. She said that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's but not a single lie was told. <laughs> Fucking Middle Island, New York. Oh, man. That's all I got, man. <laughs> you don't have to get better with this with this race. That wasn't race. See, that wasn't racist. That was prejudice. And sometimes, unfortunately, our prejudices do have some roots and some things that were factual at some point. That's how they continue. 
if something was just flat ass wrong, then you wouldn't you you wouldn't keep that prejudice wouldn't wouldn't just take root. So somewhere along the line, I was like, oh shit, it's your nose, man. Right, it's fucking huge. <laughs> it's like your mama and your dad, right? Your brother and your sister and your friends and your friends' friends' friends. So yes, it is what it is. The teacher should have had better sense than that, but I know a lot of people that became teachers. Some teachers are great. A lot of them are not. Most of them are not. And that's a shame. And the reason why that exists is because I believe, quite frankly, the pay scale. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the pay. Absolutely the pay. I'd say that's number one reason. But hey, you know, fuck our kids. Let's pay the athletes. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta do it. Well... Kunta, I think we've come to another end of another great episode. Yeah, you know, this is uh hopefully next week we'll have some more racism for you out there, listeners. But before we cut off really quick, I want to say, you know, if you like what we're doing, please don't hesitate to share the show. Share it with a friend, share it with family, share it with a boss, only if they're cool. I'm gonna rely on you to use your best judgment. Don't come back to me, blame me for shit. Use your best judgment. Also, you know, if you want to be a blessing to the show. Become a premium member. You become a premium member. You can have an opportunity to hear Be Honest and myself's uh, premium content. That is content that we only publish uh, and make available for our premium subscribers. These are essentially microblogs where we talk about things that, you know, are on our mind at the time. In addition uh, to to, uh, Black on Both Sides, you'll also have access to literally hundreds of episodes of content on our brother and sister shows. Do we have sister shows? On our brother shows out there, uh, some of which, including the flagship, have already exceeded the amount of uh, podcasts uh, allowable on iTunes. The only way to get these old episodes is to go premium. Uh, so how much does that cost? Four ninety-nine, $4.99. You blew that many times a day on probably some bullshit. And if that's still too much for you, you can leave us a five-star review. Wherever you uh, listen to your podcast, you give us a review. If you listen on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and we will read your comments live on the air. However, if you do want to leave something less than a five-star review, we ask that you at least provide content on how we can get better. At the very least, you tell listeners what they are, what in your opinion, they're, they're getting into listening to me and be honest. Uh, duke it out in the dojo. Uh, so again, share the show. Go premium if you can. If you can't do that, give us a five-star review. And that's living right. And when you're living right, you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you play good. And when you play good, they pay good. And then it's all good. Dion Sender says that. Gotta love it. If he says it, it's gotta be true. It must be. I mean, look at him. He, like, had no hair. Now he has hair. Why does he still wear the hat magic? It's magical. Oh, okay. It's crispy. I just wish LeBron had a crispy hairline. One day. Yeah, when he has time. He don't have time yet. He has no offseason. Yeah. By the way, the Lakers beating Portland in Portland, snapping a losing streak in Portland since 2014. That's right, the L.A. Bronze breaking records. I love it. 
Man, nobody cares about that. Best player in the world. Until they start fighting, I don't want to see them. They got to fight more, and then I'm going to be paying attention. Otherwise, eh. You need to pay attention to your, to your uh, great value, Steph Curry at Atlanta. No, we're doing okay. I, I, like, I like where we are. We're, we're not going to— Like Trey Young? Yeah, we're not going to do anything this year, more than likely, but— I'm going to let be honest leave on a good note. Be honest. Steph, Trey Young is to Steph Curry what Kobe Bryant was to Michael Jordan. I'll give you so that. be happy. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's you very early. Give me that. You just got to watch it play out. So be happy. You got a good one. Yeah, it's Still would have wanted Luka if I were you, though. I can yeah. do more things with Luka. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, thank you for, uh, thank you for listening to Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white. We'll see y'all next time. So for that, that, that be honest. He's, he's black and white at the same time, but nobody's perfect.